it's Mel, and you're listening to my Rough Draft podcast, where we talk about embracing our current seasons of faith, work, and wholeness. As a part of the Rough Draft Collective, we are committed to the holistic growth of millennial men and women, and each week we'll discuss how to redefine history with our everyday stories. Enjoy the show. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Hey, y'all. <laughs> hey, guys, welcome back. I'm so excited to be back for season two of my Rough Draft podcast. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Last we talked was before Thanksgiving or was it after Thanksgiving? I can't remember. But anyway, I hope you all had an amazing holiday season. I hope you all got to eat good and spend time with your loved ones. Um, I also recognize that the holiday season can be hard for some of you as well. And if it was, my heart truly goes out to you, but I am thankful that we are all here alive and well to see another year and be encouraged by the possibilities that can happen for this year, God willing. So um, as we were in between seasons for the podcast, I really spent a lot of time just reflecting on my life, as I'm sure a lot of you did, on my thoughts, my flaws, and just taking a really hard look at a lot of the unanswered questions that I had, whether that be about my faith, whether that be about my life or my work or family, whatever. I just took a lot of time to reflect on the good, the bad, and the ugly. And honestly, I'm still doing that, a lot of that for the month of January. And I encourage you to do the same. You know, don't feel pressured by anyone's already set resolutions or anyone's goals or or really just be pressured to think that you have to have your whole life planned out because it's January 1, right? So I really, as I'm taking time, this month to still reflect and really just seek God and his will away from everyone else, I really encourage you to do the same. And how you choose to do that may look different. So for some of you, you may just unplug off social media. I know a lot of churches are doing like 21 days or seven days of fast and prayer. And yeah, whatever you need to do, but don't feel pressured to have your entire life together because it's the beginning of the new year. Um, But I really want you to take the time to really set vision, take the time to reflect and really make wise decisions. Okay. (laughs) But today I am sharing my word for 2020. And even I feel that like, even if you are discouraged because you haven't figured out your vision for the year yet, and if listening to me sharing my word and vision for 2020 is going to trigger you or discourage you or make you feel less than, you know what I want you to do? I want you to press pause (laughs) and I want you to come back when you're ready. Um, because my goal for today is to share my word and encourage you as I talk through it and and ask you questions or ask you kind of self-reflection questions to kind of get you started thinking about your own vision. But I do not want you to use me and my word and my vision as a measuring stick for what you have to do. I hope that it will encourage you and that you can learn from it, but I am not your source. So if, if you know, me sharing my word or my goals or how it can help you. If that's going to trigger you, then again, you can wait, you can pause, you can go seek God, seek his will, and then come back when you're ready. But anywho, if you're still here, (laughs) then again, today I'm just going to introduce to you the 2020 vision for myself for the rough draft and show you how you can do the same and go through the same practice in your own life. It's not perfect. My 2020 vision is not perfect by any means. Again, I'm still trying to figure out a lot of pieces about it. So I'm probably going to be talking around in circles. Sorry in advance, but (laughs) this is the rough draft, right? So let's go ahead and get into the, in today's episode. 
So if you've been following the rough draft since the very beginning, then you know that instead of setting New Year's resolutions, we set a clear vision and surround our goals around that vision. And I do this for one reason solely. Um, One, we don't know everything. We don't know what's going to happen this year. We can hope for the best. But at the end of the day, the word says to pray about everything. But the word also says that God is sovereign and he is in control and we are not. So while I'm believing for things in faith, I'm also humbled by the fact that I have no idea what's about to happen. So I set a vision and a clear vision and set my goals or hopes around that vision versus setting unrealistic expectations because it signifies that I've gone to God first for my vision and received direction from him before I just start putting out what I want to see based on my limited view of success. So That brings me to my self-reflection question number one. Take a look at your goals. Take a look at your vision board and ask yourself, do your 2020 goals have a vision? Do they have a common theme? And is there room for the unknown? Is there room for what you may not have expected to happen? Is there room for God to move in your 2020 vision? So that's self-reflection question number one. What's the theme or vision or a cause you can focus on this year? And how can you apply that word to the different areas of, of your life? Some of that will be tangible goals or action items, but some of that may be just based around mindsets that you need to have this year. So whatever works for you, but I want you to ask yourself that question when you start thinking about what you want to see this year. So for 2020, my words for the year are drum roll, please. I don't really have a drum, but anyway, <laughs> um, for 2020, my words for the year are boldness and simplicity. And so let's start with boldness. So essentially the word boldness for me personally ties into mostly the mindsets that I'm going to have this year that will eventually translate into my daily actions. And so when I talk about being bold this year, It's more so in the way that I, one, view and interact with God, two, view and interact with myself, three, view and interact with people, and four, view and interact with my gifts. So those are the areas of my life where I'm applying the word boldness to the way that I think about those things. So why boldness for me personally? You know, people really... want to say it's a misconception but people tend to look at me and they're like Mel you just got all these things going for you or you know you get an idea and you just make it happen and you're just great at what you do but (laughs) y'all if you really knew how much I struggle and can sometimes even be paralyzed by fear then specifically fear of man, then you you probably <laughs> you probably wouldn't listen to me no more. I'm kidding, not really, but um, like I really, really, really sometimes struggle with fear, um, fear of opinions, fear of rejection, fear of not getting it right, fear of success, fear of tragedy or the worst case scenario that could happen, um, fear of failure. The list goes on, and. I thought that, you know, it was just attributed to like my personality or, you know, I mean, I call myself an introvert. Some people disagree, but (laughs) I call myself an introvert. You know, if we're doing personality tests, I'm an Enneagram four. And so I like to think of myself as a little complex (laughs) and I do have a lot of feelings and and sometimes I don't want to make anyone uncomfortable. And so I just be quiet. Like I felt like because I'm a Christian or like because I'm supposed to be nice and loving that I just need to be this nice little Christian girl 
that just does everything perfectly and just keeps everything at peace. Um, but if you knew me in college, <laughs> War Eagle, but if you knew me in college, then quiet would be probably one of the last words you would describe me as. If anything, I was probably more on the aggressive side, but I don't know. I think that once I started like following God for real, that I just got some notion or maybe it was just really religion, probably that I had to be a certain way, that I had to be nice to everyone, make everyone happy and just stay within everyone's expectations um, or, or everyone's box that they had placed me in. And that doesn't make for a very pleasurable life. Um, it makes you resentful. It makes you bitter. It makes you come down on yourself with all these expectations. And really it cripples your faith because instead of leaning on God, you're leaning on what all you can control in your own strength. You're trying to control people's people's perception of you and it just doesn't work that way yes Jesus is the prince of peace yes we're supposed to live at peace with one another but Jesus also became angry Jesus also challenged people's way of thinking Jesus also flipped tables (laughs) and Jesus was also very bold in the things that he talked about and the things that he cared about am I saying that being bold means just going back to you know acting a fool and and having a temper or just saying whatever is on my mind without thinking about it no it's not about being reckless, but it does mean that for 2020, I'm not going to live for the approval of people. Like I'm completely over it. (laughs) And it does mean that I'm not going to cower or be intimidated by religion or religious people. It does mean that I'm going to walk boldly knowing that I don't have to have all the answers. I don't have to have it all together. And I'm not good enough because the truth of the matter is, is that you are not good at what you do because of you. It's because God places gifts inside of you in spite of you and your mess. (laughs) So he made a way through Jesus to make us blameless before his sight. And he gives us gifts and through his grace and his mercy and the gifts that he's given us, then I'm able to um, to walk that out on a daily basis for whoever to see. But it's not because of me. And so I have no pressure to try to be all these things for everybody. What I need to learn how to do is to walk in his grace freely and I encourage you, I encourage you to do the same. So um, am I saying that, you know, I'm 100% right in this way of thinking? (laughs) No, but that's just the season that I'm in. I'm just over it. I don't know how else to describe it, but I'm just over living in other people's expectations of me. And, you know, I'm still going to walk with God and pray for discernment (laughs) and wisdom. And of course, always asking to check my heart and correct me if I do get out of hand. But I just do not want to be paralyzed by fear anymore, y'all. I've been I feel like I've been paralyzed by fear in my mind, even if it's not shown, but really just just being so fearful in my thoughts and in my mind for the past few years and I'm just over it Um, at the end of the day my life could end tomorrow and I do not want to be that person that dies with with their talent still buried with unsaid expectations Um, I don't want to be that person who didn't go full force because I was scared I want to be able to leave it all on the table today and be bold about my walk with God be bold about my story be bold about my feelings be bold about what I need and so forth so 
yes, all that to say that this is my year of boldness and I don't have the perfect answer on tips on how that's gonna look again, but I encourage you to be bold in whatever your word is and to not allow fear to take root and paralyze you. And so that's probably gonna be my self-reflection question number two is how can you be more bold in your word for the year? How can you take the cap of fear off and walk boldly in what God has called you to do? That doesn't mean that you have to start a platform. Okay, listen to me clearly. Being bold does not mean that you have to start a platform or start a business or start a blog. Okay, being bold could just be being more bold in your conversations and speaking up at work, speaking up in your family. Being more bold could be, you know, just being more bold in your self worth and not letting, not allowing your thoughts to wreak havoc and take over your life. Um, being bold could be, you know, trying out new things, trying out new hobbies, and not being afraid if it doesn't work. So. Again, it doesn't have to be anything on a large scale. It can be something very small, daily actions that you can take. And honestly, for me, if I can be bold in my in my everyday life, then I will get way more accomplished on the larger scale, right? So yeah, so that's boldness. And then the second word that I have is simplicity. Now, at first I was like, well, I don't really know what simplicity has to do with boldness, but I think that, <laughs> I think that simplicity is the word to kind of balance out all this boldness. I'm trying to have. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think it's I think it's kind of a balancing act um, because I have heard God say pretty clearly, not just through me, not just to me, but through other people to me to kind of keep it simple, especially when it comes to my business, the rough drive. I have so many ideas, y'all. <laughs> I literally I have ideas in my phone, I have ideas in my computer, I have ideas in all of these notebooks, and just so many things that I want to implement with this business. I want it to be faith-based but I also want it to be very, very practical. I want it to be useful. I want you to be best at your work and your business, but I also want you to be the best within and in your mind. You know, I'm passionate about sharing my story, but I'm also passionate about helping you tell your story. And literally, like I, like we always say, redefining history by sharing our stories to the world. But how do I do that in a way that's easy for people to understand that's clear to my audience and that's and that's also sustainable and so I say that to say for those of you who are in business and you or you just have a whole lot of passions and you don't really know (laughs) what to do with all of them then I get it I feel you because I have a lot of passions a lot of ideas they're kind of scrambled everywhere and sometimes it can be hard trying to organize around what I should do now what I should wait on how I can do it now and how I can make room for the growth that needs to happen And so when it comes down to this word for the year called simplicity, there are definitely some action items that I'm taking and I'm hoping that it can help you as well. So when it comes to my business, I had to literally have a come to Jesus meeting with myself (laughs) about what I can do consistently today. Again, I have a very tough work schedule. I have a lot of different responsibilities, but I also have this business that I want to grow, but I get frustrated because I'm not able to do everything that I want to do. And so I had to have a realistic conversation with myself about what I can do today with my current schedule and be consistent and great at it. And 
one of the decisions, just as an example, is when it came to social media, you know, I recognized that last year I wasn't able to do as much as I wanted to do social media wise. And it was because I was trying to do a lot. I was trying to manage my personal page while also managing the Rough Draft Collective Instagram page, a Facebook page, a LinkedIn page, a Pinterest page. I was thinking about adding YouTube and I wasn't doing any of it consistently and it was frustrating. And so I had to make the tough decision to cut all of that out. So now I'm um, I guess this is an announcement, but if you um, want to continue to follow the Rough Draft Collective on Instagram, then please follow my personal page at underscore Melanie Christina. It'll be in the show notes and at the end of this episode. So I want you to follow the journey for sure. And I think that it's actually going to be a good thing that I'm moving everything to my personal page because um you know, you'll be able to see my literally my rough draft. You'll be able to see my life. You'll be able to see me doing my nine to five or nine to nine. You'll be able to see me, you know, working on my business and behind the scenes. And so I think that it's actually going to work out quite nicely. But that's one of the tough decisions that I had to make because I had to be realistic with myself that I cannot manage everything right now. I hope that eventually, you know, it will grow into more of a collective piece of where, you know, other people can write posts and other people can do things and it it will be more of a resource center for all. But right now it's not there today. It's me sharing my testimony, my story. I do bring friends on and we will have a lot more interviews this year, but I just had to be realistic about what I could manage. And so that's a, a fairly small example. But again, I want you to learn how you can simplify your business. I also had to simplify my life. I had to clean out my closet. I had, these are very practical things. I had to clean out my closet. I had to clear out my phone, all of these apps, all of these applications that I thought that I needed and realized that I don't need, I had to clear out my life so that I could allow room for God to direct the ship and for God to grow as he sees fit. You know, I'm asking for all of these things and God's like, where is it going to go? Because you are committed to way too many things. You're trying to do the most and you're not really doing any of it well not saying that I'm just a complete failure you know I do do things well but I could do them better if I just kept it simple and so as a self-reflection question number three I want you to ask yourself how can you simplify all of your goals how can you simplify your passions your everyday business where do you need to outsource where do you need to kind of pull back and not invest as much in right now you know do you really need what you think you need and those are some questions that you're going to have to ask yourself this year, regardless of what your word or your vision or your goals are. You're going to have to be realistic about how you can free up your time and get rid of the clutter so that you can allow room for God to direct the ship and allow room for the growth that you've been praying for. Again, as an example, I'm about to start, you know, start back up my one-on-one services next week. And so I had to prepare again for that growth by simplifying my plans. You know, the word says that, you know, his burden, his yoke and his burden are light. And so if your goals are stressing you out, it could be an indicator that there's maybe something you're putting on yourself that can be simplified. There's probably an area of your life that can be slowed down. And there are some commitments that could probably be consolidated. So that's it. That's my rant for the week. Be bold and keep it simple. So really quick, just to sum up this week's challenge and self-reflection questions. One, how can you find a common theme or vision and center your goals and mindset around that vision? And I actually, if you follow me, 
on social media, then I have a free vision planning worksheet. I'll also put it down in the show notes, but it's a really good worksheet, super simple, um, that can help you kind of think of your word and the areas of your life where you would need to apply that word. So be sure to download that free copy. Two, how can you be more bold this year in your walk with God and your relationships with others and your gifts and your work? How can you be how can you be more bold on a daily basis? And three, how can you simplify your life in order to make room for God to do what only he can do? How can you relieve some of the self-induced pressure and expectations you set on yourself in advance? further by keeping your life simple. And another quick resource that I have for those of you who may again be in that stage where you're not sure, you know, where you're supposed to go this year, you're not sure of your vision for the year, again that's okay. But I do have a resource that that you may like. It's called our Unfinished Business Digital Journal. We did a 14-day challenge last year that pretty much helped us reset back on God's original intent for our life and our purpose and our story. And so it's a really good resource if you are just completely lost. And so I'll have that that link to download that journal as well. And yeah, um, be sure to again to go to the roughdraftcollective.com to be able to see other resources that I have when it comes to vision and clarity around that vision. And that's pretty much it. So I love y'all again. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. And I hope y'all have an amazing week and an amazing month and an amazing 2020. I love y'all. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on my rough draft podcast. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore. Melanie Christina and be sure to subscribe to this show so you don't miss any new episodes. Now do me a favor and please leave us a five-star rating and review so we can continue to get the word out to other listeners around the world. Also be sure to head to the roughdraftcollective.com where you can access our online blog, free resources, our one-on-one services, and more. Thanks again for listening and I'll see y'all next week. Bye.